What's up everybody, my name is Sid, and I've teamed up with the big homie Reg to bring y'all something new, something we like to call Beyond the Scoreboard. Y'all be sure to review, rate, and subscribe. Let's get to it. As y'all know, Sid and I are huge fans of the game of basketball. Our guest we have today has a very high IQ for the game. He's a mentor in his community and always filled with wisdom. Today we welcome Tony Wallace. What's up, T? Hey, hey, how y'all doing? What's up, Reg? Doing great, doing great, doing great, my man. So we had a big game with the Lakers in Memphis. Uh, yeah. That just happened earlier this week. Uh, everyone's coming off of their Christmas games. So uh, everybody's getting back into shape and everybody's looking how they looked last year in the bubble. You know, NBA is starting to pick back up. Uh, what did you take from that Lakers versus Memphis uh, matchup? Man, the only way I can call it is is the IQ of LeBron, what I've noticed watching him throughout the years, if you play with him, you're going to earn your money. <laughs> LeBron is definitely not about toting the load. He, he learned that, I believe, in the uh, his younger years, primarily <clears throat> watching that game where he went hard against uh, the Detroit Pistons. Mm -hmm. And it took every bit of LeBron. Yeah. But that's a lot of heavy lifting if you're trying to have longevity in the league. Right. And uh, and perfect example now that we're kind of trapped in the moment is Steph Curry going for 62. Mm -hmm. You know, how long can you hold, you know what I mean? Right. Can you hold that? Right. You know, so LeBron uh, has a lot of, you know, forethought on how he wants to uh, handle his career. You know what I mean? So with that being said, I think LeBron Cruz in that game, try to use a, a finesse and a little bit of physicalness, but yet keep it, you know, like a, a C-plus game. Right. Can he? How many games can he win with a C-plus game? You know what I mean? And not, you know, over uh, 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 exude himself. And, in, in, you know, you got 72 games, man. Right. You got to try to stretch this out, mm -hmm. you know. So I think he was kind of in low gear. And allow him to, uh, to lift up his other teammates because, again, it always comes down to if you want to win, you got to have those other guys. And LeBron is constantly preparing guys. And that's what I believe separates him from, you know, Chris Paul has that mentality, but then who else? Rondo right. has that mentality, but then who else? Kyrie doesn't have that. He He's a two-guard masquerading as a one. Right. Steph? You are two masquerading as a one. Damon Lillard, you got a little bit of Westbrook in you because if McCullum start getting off, you're going to, you, you know, let me get mine in. I think that's why Damon Lillard can't win because he don't know if you want to be Superman or Batman. You know what I mean? Right. You, you When you're Batman, you, you can bleed like everybody else. Right. You know. I got you. Know, so, you, you, know. you spoke about LeBron uh, changing gears and pasting. As fans of LeBron, we're, we're grown accustomed to the slow starts which this was, again, again, another game where he got teammates involved early. In fact, uh, the Lakers was up nine points early, and it looked like it was going to be a blowout. And right. uh, they kind of got, got lazy. Uh, they stopped playing hard, and uh, Memphis got back in this game. The Lakers found themselves down after the first quarter, 36-25. But uh, I think, from like you said, talent alone almost, uh, they clawed their way back in this game, and uh, they took over. Um, what are, who are some of those players that you think the Lakers would have to count on to be successful this year? Uh, 
Wesley Matthews is the X Factor. We know Montrez Harrell has one gear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This guy's just gonna do what he do, and right. he's gonna Easter egg hunt seventeen points, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gonna show up with a basket. He coming back with 17, 18 points. You just notice what he gonna do with with double figure rebounds. Right, but we're right. talking about the other guys who don't who haven't discovered their niche. You know, maybe they got to play against lesser talent. Montrez don't care who it is, what your ranking is in the NBA. You gotta guard me on the other end. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but the other guys don't. They don't have that mentality. So LeBron has to cultivate that. He's still working on with uh, uh, Anthony Davis with that same mentality because you know, remember Anthony Davis when he went hard when Rondo had him and he was putting them jumper cables on him right. and he was just showing up. Yeah. He was moving quicker. He he didn't think it was boom 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 went straight into his move. Mm-hmm. Now he's trying to be more thoughtful which kind of slows the game down and gives the defense time to set up on the weak side help. But anyway, I think Wesley Matthews is going to have to do it. Mark is going to have to get in better shape. You know, that's just not going to work. And, and uh, Markeith is, is another X factor. He has to average 12 points, man. He has to average 12. Uh, 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 Horton Tucker I believe uh, LeBron is is putting you know putting extra care with bringing him along because he didn't you know invested so much not just you know just the, uh, how he what he thinks about it so we got to bring him along I think the dude uh, uh, is a great is a great uh, could be uh, a pretty good help with them doing that Rondo thing no I think he's I think he's better than, than Caruso. I think okay. Caruso, him and Caruso need to switch. Caruso need to be down there by the water cooler. Uh, <laughs> because this dude steps out of bounds more than anybody I, I, I've seen in the league, man. Every time you get in the corner, man, you, how do you jab step going backwards, man? Stepping out of bounds, man. You pay attention, man. Caruso going to step out of, guy, out of bounds once once a game, man. Especially when it's a, a high-profile game, man. What, what are you uh, well, come on, man. We need to create a stat for uh, who steps out of bounds the most from the corner, man. Yeah. Well, Sid, I know you're a huge Lakers fan. Um, Tony just made a point just talking about the importance of LeBron James getting others involved. Do you still feel like this is LeBron's team, or do you feel like it's slowly pushing over to be we depend on AD more than LeBron's game? It has to be that. It has to be we depend on AD to to be more. And I was going to make that comment when uh, he started talking about X factors because it's it's crazy when you when you when you hear somebody say that Anthony Davis has to be the X factor, even though you know <laughs> he's the you know he you know he's the number two, you know he's the top five player in the league. But so far this season, the X factor has been Dennis Schroeder. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the aggression from Dennis Schroeder that I need from Anthony Davis. And with, and with Dennis Schroeder being able to control the ball and handle the ball more, you allowing LeBron to play off court more, that's the only reason you're still seeing LeBron on the court for 32 minutes right now early in the season. Right. Because they're, they're being able to let him play off ball more because Schroeder is being able to handle the ball and be aggressive. I need that type of aggression from Anthony Davis. And it could just be he trying to, you know, he's trying to um, limit himself right now so he can do more at the end of the season. 
okay, we can say that if you want to, but we we need you to be able to do more now so LeBron can do less now because you're going to be able to handle it for a longer period of time than LeBron can at this point. So yes. really the X factor to me is the aggression of Anthony Davis, especially if Dennis Schroeder is going to be giving you what he's already been giving us so far this season. Gotcha. Well, last night, I believe um, AD and Montrez, I want to say that they uh, combined for 33 points and 18 rebounds. Obviously, I don't think that would be enough to get it done against tougher competition in the Western Conference. However, it was enough last night uh, to, uh, I'm sorry, the other night to get the win against Memphis. And and that Memphis team just not good. I was about to say, yeah, yeah they, they're really not that good. We there shouldn't have ever been a position where <laughs> the Lakers were losing that game. So, yeah. But see, but that's that's my point. LeBron knows. It's, it's, I don't know how I can put it, but think about this. If you go to the court, to this one court that you play ball at all the time, eventually you're going to get accustomed to everybody's game. Mm-hmm. LeBron been in the league a long time. So yeah. either he knows you or he knows your type of player that you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being being in a league that long, you will, you will collect that type of information. So LeBron knows when to get off the gas. He can look in a player's eyes, his body language, and pretty much tell if this guy is going to give him uh, uh, something extra down in the fourth quarter, yeah. whether it be whether it be on his team or against him, because he knows what being in shape is all about. So he can he knows when to get off the gas, when to pop up another player and say, "Okay, hey, let's go, man. Let's we're gonna we're gonna ride you. Let's see what you got." You know, that's how LeBron can then get his teammates to buy into that level of conditioning, that yeah. level of uh, of uh, intelligence in the game, see beyond the jerseys. You know what I mean? Who who are, who are these guys that you are, are, are playing? So again, yeah, they that you know, this the, uh, the Grizzlies were not you know a formidable opponent, but they were formidable enough for the players that he's trying to bring along to learn the ebbs and flows of a game. When a guy's hot, when a guy's not, you know what I mean, and and try to put these guys in place. You know they they talk about that one play where LeBron. Uh, 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 looked off Rondo, and Anthony Davis came from the right wing. You know, he took the ball out on the on the uh, uh, the left side of the goal. Mm-hmm. Rondo, Anthony Davis on the right wing. LeBron was on the right elbow, or maybe a little bit off. And I believe LeBron changed the play, and because he he been trying to bring AD along, trying to get him to understand big moments come in. If you're trying to say you're the next guy, then that means LeBron has to have to give him the big moments shots, the big moment opportunity so he can bring him along. You just can't, you know, uh, uh, baby food him. You know what I'm saying? You got to give him something solid. So that was a moment where he changed the play. Look, AD already knew. He ran directly across LeBron. LeBron knew either they're going to guard him for the shot. Mm Mm-hmm. AD or LeBron's going to the basket for a dunk in an and one. Yep. That LeBron changed the play. So that's when I watch LeBron, that's what I'm looking for. How he paces himself, how he incorporates his team into it. You're going to earn your money. Look, yep. all them folks even got money, man. Tristan Thompson <laughs> got 80 million, man. Come on, now he over there in, uh, uh, with the Celtics 
It means he can't draw two with a pencil, man. <laughs> my favorite you is uh, Deli. He got Deli paid. That's my favorite. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, just so, transitioning a little bit, uh, a little bit further down the line. Uh, as we all know, the Lakers should be favorite uh, at one or two in the Western Conference to uh, make the conference finals. Um, more than likely, I have them facing the Clippers. Some others feel uh, Denver may be there, even Dallas. So, uh, T, we just want to throw some quick questions at you, man, get your thoughts. And this this will be a little further down. Some are uh, questions that we have to address now. Some will be further down the line this season. Do you feel like the Lakers this year is better or worse with the players that they added and lost? I think they are a tad bit worse. Worse. Because who's the, you can't. Who's the, you, who's, you know, who's the player? What, who's the guy? What I saw, what I saw Dwight Howard do mm-hmm. to Nurkic and, and uh, um, the Nuggets. Uh, Joker. Uh, uh, yeah. Jokovic and, uh, and Nurkic, man. That right there. Now, now, Nurk has just had a good game. You know, they had all these accolades comparing him to the old greats of the Celtics, you know. You know what I mean? And passing and triple doubles, looking real good, doing whatever he wanted. And as soon as he ran into that brick wall, the White House, <laughs> square shoulders and that big chest, you know, that hard body athletic, yep. he could not move him. And yep. he just shrunk in the moment. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when you shrink like that, Dwight Howard, who's not Dwight Howard of Orlando, you know, who else is in that? Who who else do they have that's gonna that could have beat down Dwight and JaVale McGee? You know, two mm-hmm. athletic bigs. Mm-hmm. You know, of course they of course they picked up they picked up points with Montrez. You know what I mean? They picked up points with that guy, they picked up uh points with Schroeder. Right, but the defense, you know what I mean? You gave up something. You know what I mean? So I think I think Caruso and 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 um and uh uh what's his name? Uh uh what's the other guy? Caldwell Pope. Oh right? KCP. Right, KCP. Now, I think they could have got, got the buckets because Caldwell Pope came in late in the final. So that showed that he's working on his game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, Caruso, the bald eagle, as they called him, he's still trying <laughs> to figure out, you know, how to manufacture points. But defense, man, and 16, 6, 11, 7 feet, mm-hmm. you know, you can, <laughs> I don't know how you can't manufacture that, man, yeah. at halftime. You just yeah. can't say, hey, man, I need somebody to, you know, Shazam and just be 7 feet, you know. Yeah. No, you know, so they hopefully by a uh, 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 trading deadline, they're going to they're going to get they're going to have somebody watch now. LeBron is not to be played with when it come down to planet, man. This dude <laughs> already knows that he's he's taking tallies and, and every bets and everything else on <laughs> what what they need come, you know, that trade deadline. And if, if 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 uh if LeBron go back and restructure his contract, watch watch what I tell you. That fifth okay. ring gonna mean something. 
If he restructure yeah. his contract, you know then he trying to he trying to pull one. Yep. And I feel the same way. I feel like Dwight Howard was a huge loss. That was pretty much the only uh, problem I had with the Lakers offseason was the loss of him and JaVale McGee. I felt the white defense made a huge difference in the bubble. Uh, this next question said, I'm going to throw your way, man. I know you're a huge Lakers fan. Uh, you're a diehard. You've been that way for a while. What is the biggest weakness you believe the Lakers have as of right now? Guarding wings. Guarding wings? Yeah, I, I told you uh, coming into the season, after seeing the, the people we gained, the people we lost, uh, and like I say, uh, I can agree to say that Dwight and JaVale were the biggest losses, but I do like what they replaced them with. So I'm not really, you know, uh, too upset about that. But the fact that um, outside of LeBron and outside of Anthony Davis, where's that length to really, you know, put up against uh, a wing defense? I think me and you had the conversation uh, a couple weeks ago about uh, when it comes down to the Kevin Durant factor. Mm-hmm. talking about do you want to exert LeBron out on defense uh, full goal when it comes to a matchup between them two mm-hmm. and my question is what's your other option yeah. <laughs> like I really feel like even if it's not like it don't have to be a star or a superstar it just has to be somebody who can cause some uh, disturbance to a person like Kevin Durant because of their length because of uh, the effort that they're going to put out there on defense, kind of, kind of like Dwight Howard, you know, you know, you know what Dwight is, but you know that effort is going to give him that extra edge to be a great defender when it comes to what you're asking him to do. And I feel like we need that uh, outside of a LeBron because, like you say, we got to preserve what he can do on offense. We can't right. just give it, he can't give it all on all, all out on defense. Hey, so that's it. That has to hey. be addressed. Hey, Sid, have you thought about this right here? Uh, you saw how well uh, the Miami Heat, their, their size, right? But they had great rotating defense. You know, they built a wall on uh, on Giannis, right? Yeah. And, and and so just thinking about wing-wise, the defensive rotation, LeBron is great at that, is teaching guys how to rotate. So you got Montrez, who, who, who's great at rotating. Wesley Matthews, uh, Kuzman is, uh, is is getting better. So I think the rotation, the the help guard with the wings, I think they they can cover that. But when you got a a, a center, you know what I mean, that can that can hot shoot you from the elbow, would then cause you to not be able to cheat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So now you got your wing defenders going to the basket. But when you can eliminate the 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 center, you know, and you got a strong defense defense on him. Then now those guys, Wesley Matthews, Kuzman, Montrez, you know, I think they can they can handle that. The big men is still the issue, it, it, you know, because it's going to be a half court game, is yeah. in, in in my aspect when it comes down to it in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I get your point on that, and that's something that me me and Rez talked about before. I have more confidence in Marcus than most people do. Right. Uh, especially when it comes, like I said, this early, we knew he was going to come in out of shape. We, like, as, once <laughs> he looked so bad the other night, man. On defense, <laughs> he looks so bad, man. Once it gets to the point to where it matters, you know, that late in the season when he's in shape, he's in game shape, now we're looking at a matchup of a seven-game series. I think he's still a defensive anchor, especially mm-hmm. when it comes in that post. 
Montrez Harrell, yeah, he gives up a lot just with his height in general. But you're going to still get that. Uh, you're still going to get the same energy, effort, and aggression from him that you would get from Dwight Howard. He's just not as athletic as Dwight Howard was. He's not seven foot, you know? Right. So I think the combination of those two players together will be enough to be able to, to once again, you're not going to be able to uh, take a Jokic out the game completely. But right. to, to, to disturb him and to, to get him off, his, uh, off of what he wants to be doing, I think they'll be good enough to do that. Okay, so it's interesting because, Sid, you feel like uh, guarding the perimeter is a problem. Tony, it seems that you feel like the interior um, part of the defense is the problem. So my question to you guys is, what team do you guys believe in the Western Conference have the, the players on their roster as of today that will cause the Lakers the most problems? Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, I agree with him. It, it's Denver. still Denver, yeah. It, it's okay. still Denver. There's no, there's no ego involved. These dudes have the right mentality, man. It's like a, it's like one of those great uh, uh, college Final Four teams, man, where they slapping the floor. They're going to do whatever the coach say. Every player going to say, look, we need five more points from you. This guy finna put his, uh, get it, go grab his lunchbox, and he finna go find it. Yeah. These guys are, you know, are better unit. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, the point guard, you know, I just think that uh, the Denver guard has no ego. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has no ego about uh, 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 how he should approach the game about getting, you know, does he want does he want to go for 62? He's going to give you 40 because he had to give you 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I see in him. He's gonna, they're gonna always work as a unit, and I think that that uh, spreads out the fatigue. Because mm-hmm. again, you go to Steph. Steph, you you on that AI program? You're gonna have one big game. You're gonna get swept because you're gonna run out of gas. Yeah. Again, you're not thinking in long terms. You can't empty the tank like that. Harden already showed you. Going and keep scoring 38. Mm-hmm. We're gonna let you get 38, <laughs> but you're going on with L. Because you froze out the whole team. Right. You know what I mean? So eventually, guys are going to feel like, man, I helped us get here too, man. Even though you're the star, I helped us get here. And they might get in their feelings and, you know, have ass around uh, about about playing the game. You know what I mean? So uh, I just think that, uh, you know, I mean, Denver is better all the way around. And I'm looking forward and seeing uh, Michael Porter Jr. You know, coming to his own. Oh yeah, man. They should have. They should have got that kid, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kuzman, about to. Uh, he about to keep his uh his uh, uh screensaver of uh <laughs> of Michael Porter Jr. Man, because that dude, that's from whatever location Kuzman was trying to get to in the social media, you know, realm. Michael mm-hmm. Porter finna take over that, man. Yeah, Michael Porter future is definitely, definitely bright. Uh, the last question that I have for you guys, uh, you both just basically penciled in the Lakers versus Denver in the Western Conference Finals. So I'm going to ask you, what is your complete finals prediction? Oh, you can go ahead and give yours. They done heard mine before. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's going to be, again, uh, Jamal Murray and, and the Denver Nuggets. And LeBron and the Lakers, 
Uh, and I think it's going to come down to Giannis and the Bucks and Durant and in uh, in the Nets, man. Who you have winning? Who you have in the Who you have winning the East and the West? If Giannis can continue to pace himself, you know, and and do those things, man, and then just have spurts where he come in and he just give them a a, a bunch of points or just a truckload of buckets, you know, but let everybody do their part. Hey, man, hey, they they are impressing me, man. I didn't I didn't see this coming. With Giannis, you know, nine points, ten points, fifteen, you know, and they're winning convincingly. So again, I don't trust Kyrie. That's it, man, because Kyrie is like a drug addict. You know, he gonna he gonna get one good one, and he gonna want another one, and he ain't gonna be able to help himself. You know what I mean? And Durant gonna be over there looking like dog. Man, come on, bro. We didn't talk about this, and we ride, ride all year long, man. And you didn't win, got drunk and intoxicated with the feeling of, you know, what I'm saying, killing dudes. You know, he. How do you turn that off? I think Kyrie talked good, but when that ball touches his hand, man, you just get he, he becomes possessed. Yeah, I we think see it time and time. that's what's going to happen. And they lost Spencer Dinwiddie. That's yeah, what made me say the Bucks might figure it out. Okay, so you got the Bucks and who you have coming out of the West? Oh, LeBron. LeBron? Lakers. 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 Okay. Because I so think the trade, the trade, by the trade deadline, they're going to they're gonna do their best to fix their issues. LeBron won't fire, man. And he's not finna, if it's looking good, man, and, and he just need to restructure his contract, you know what I mean? Some kind of way or do some kind of under the table deal. We're gonna get you 50 endorsements to cover the money. You know what I mean? You, you know, you selling cars and sandwiches and, and uh, you know, speaking engagements and all of that. You know, you're gonna get it done. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get the money, man. All right, Sid. So uh, I know you have the Lakers um, repeating as winners is the Western Conference. Um, who do you have in the Eastern Conference? I got Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, and it's real easy. Just from the team that they had last year, when we were looking at this team throughout the year, and we like, damn, this is this is a solid team. Like, this is a good team. This is a playoff team. And mm-hmm. that's before Kyrie and Kevin Durant even stepped on the court for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dinwiddie was definitely a big blow to them. Uh, I hate that he went down like that. Right. Um, but the coach of the NBA right now, we went from – who has the best big three to now who has the best duo. And I do think Milwaukee will probably be in the Eastern Conference Finals with them. But once again, I'm not too much concerned about the offense that Giannis gives as much as I am about the defense and him sitting there and him trying to, uh, trying to hold Kevin Durant for a seven game series. And even if he is to do that, which is something me and Rez talked about. What's left for offense? If mm-hmm. he's able to, if he's able to go out there and put some real effort and and limit Kevin Durant in any type of way, how much does that take from him and the offensive side of the foot, uh, offensive side of the ball? We see it. We see it. People, people always have a one-track mind about basketball, right? What, what is Durant going to do if the if Giannis keep calling the switch for Durant? 
Durant is not strong enough to guard Giannis. Now, Durant has to play on the other end. You know, that's what Montrez say. Okay, you got a bucket on me. But when I when I go down here and exude and step on the gas and go to twisting and jumping quick and flying and throwing it at the goal and then run and get my rebound, you know, and I'm beating you to the spot. Same thing with Giannis. Just put him, put Kevin Durant in the pick and roll. He foul trouble. Here we go. And, and the fact that Miami was able to successfully show everybody what it takes to keep Giannis from being successful on offense, that's, he's right. just going to see that all playoffs long from here on out. They're going to build that wall. Brooklyn got DeAndre Jordan. They got uh, the other guy like Jared Allen sitting there in that middle. They're yeah. going to give Giannis trouble. You got to, yeah. you have to get to this rim to be effective against us. Yep. You ain't right, shooting out there. You got to get in here. But they were not making they were not making buckets, so they you know it didn't force it didn't force them out of that man zone that they were in. You know what I mean? They just need guys to knock knock down shots, and I think they have thank God got rid of their the worst uh, uh, point guard outside of Kyle Lowry. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? They finally got rid of uh what was his name? so yeah, man, I feel oh, the same way. I'm not I'm not a fan of him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just not I'm just not sold on Milwaukee being that much better than they were last year. And like, that's I love holiday? the holiday edition. I love that edition. Okay. But what else? And see, I feel like that's almost enough to say we're that much better. Because obviously I like holiday a little bit yeah. more than you do. Anytime you tell me that we moved on from Eric Bledsoe and now we have Holiday. I've seen Holiday close games in New Orleans. I've seen yeah. him be yeah. effective yeah. offensively and defensively in a whole series. And I'm talking about chasing Stephen that Curry. Is, Curry. Yeah. yeah, I think that's when he he really uh, checked the box for people. Rondo and, 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 and Holiday mm-hmm. against Steph Curry and Clay, man. Mm-hmm. Holiday showed up, man. He I, really did. I, yeah, he, he put in some work. And another thing about Holiday is when you hear a lot of former former and current NBA players talk about the most slept on NBA player who works the hardest, who's as crafty as any other player in the league, Holiday name comes up. Like he's actually the most referred to player in those regards. So I definitely think they upgraded. I'm just not sure if it's enough to beat Brooklyn. And that's how I feel. I, yeah. I, they definitely upgraded, but I don't think it's going to be enough. So you put – I got Brooklyn against the Lakers, and this is <laughs> this is a mindset that I've had for a while now, and this is why I'm taking the Lakers in six. Um, If it comes down to seven games, that means it's a one-game series. If, if it gets to seven, it's one game for everything. Mm-hmm. And before Kevin Durant got hurt, he was the best player in the league to me. He was number one. That was before he got hurt. He was the best player in the league, and it seems like he's going to be able to get back to that. Okay. Early on, it's looking like he's going to he's going to be able to get real close back to that. So it's I, I'm going to say Lakers in six, but it's more just for my anxiety because I don't I, I game sevens with Kevin Durant being if he can get back to that being the best player on the floor, you're in trouble. So I'm going to take Lakers in six. I think they have an urgency to get it over with just because of who who's on the other side of that basketball. I got you. Well, this is definitely a conversation that we would have to revisit uh, later on in the year, especially once it starts getting down to where, where teams are fighting for those last few uh, slots in the playoffs and the pitch is painted a little bit more clear for us. This is something we definitely would have to come back and visit. 
and uh, somebody be able to say, I told you so. Uh, Tony, we would like to thank you, man, for taking time out of your busy day, uh, kicking it with us, giving us some some insights, some wisdom, some knowledge like you always do. Uh, we would definitely have you back. And uh, we thank you for being our best guest, uh, especially related to basketball. Uh, is there anything that you would need to plug right now uh, where people could reach you, where they could find you? Uh, I know, you know, you do your your basketball training. Uh, you, of course, you're a barber, well-known barber. Uh, take this the time on the floor, man, uh, to put in your links. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for haircut purposes, you can reach me at 228-224-6376, camera 14. Uh, you can reach me on Instagram at wallow underscore business, W-A-L-L-O underscore B-U-I-S-I-N-E-S-S. And once again, man, we thank you, Sid, my boy. I appreciate you, man, tuning in. Uh, and that will be all for, for this uh, clip. We appreciate you, Tony. Y'all have a good yeah. one, man. All right. All right. All right. Appreciate it.